Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. <laughs> it's funny when you when you can you know sing that level suddenly everybody goes oh fuck like it immediately brings a it's the most calming most you know kind of playful music you can get but it strikes terror in anybody who's ever played mario brothers <laughs> i always get i always get people um because they'll, they'll whisper they'll whistle like uh usually if someone if someone starts hitting the the mario theme Someone will do the second level, that do 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 do. Oh like yeah, they'll go to that one, and then I'll do the water level, and everyone just looks at me wide eyed and be like, "What? The <laughs> f-? That's the one that everybody forgets." <laughs> yeah, because you exp- you well, for the longest time, I kind of forgot of of what the uh, what the theme was for the water level, and then I played it, and I got to, and I was like, "Oh yeah," and then you when the time started running out, it was do 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 do. What was no? What was that? Um, yeah and and i remember hearing the i was like oh shit no wonder because it's like it's such a carnival kind of feel but you're also like on the verge of death like you're gonna yeah i think that's the thing is every whenever we got to those water levels we were so fucking focused because it was so different from all the other levels that we weren't paying attention to the music. Yeah, because, you know, because underwater you had more, apparently more gravity than you did above water. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you stuck to the fucking floor. Exactly. It was like you're sitting there fucking, you know, thumb punching, trying to get that shit going, trying to keep yourself above before you just go. Ooh. Oh, man, that shit was crazy. Uh all right, welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks on the Lazy Geeks Network. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. All right, welcome to our second second episode 
I have to say that. Yeah, second second episode because we have done a second episode of this show before. So, um, yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> trying to go for some kind of weird logic <laughs> there. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of thinking about maybe actually getting an iPhone. Mm. So, yeah, Steve tells me <laughs> I'm, I'm going to fucking start this. Steve <laughs> tells me um, that he's thinking about getting another iPhone. And I, I was curious because I asked him, I said, why do you want? And I wasn't even rude about it. I was just like, why do you want an iPhone? You didn't like the one you had before. And I don't think they changed much other than adding a notch. <laughs> so why don't you explain why suddenly iPhone looks alluring again? Well, see, the way my bank account works. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, actually, um, I think the iPhones have made much more of an improvement uh, from where they were. Because let's keep in mind, I had, what was it, the iPhone 6? Like, yeah, that was a while ago. Um, but the, one of the things that I had I had got with, when I got the iPhone is I got the shittiest memory possible. And so, yeah. you know, you really couldn't store a whole lot into that. Now, iPhone, the iPhones have actually decided, yeah, they haven't got, you know, uh, expandable memory, but they did increase the size of those fucking memories. So they start with the 64 gig, which most phones do now. Uh, they, they also have the 124 and, uh, or 128, whatever. And then they, 128. 128. And then they also have a 512 gigabyte version of the phone. So it's kind of like, Okay, you know, that that's, you know, for the for the you know, the girls that take a lot of selfies and stuff like that, you know, 80 selfies to look like I just woke up like this, you know, that kind of thing. That's great for them. But I have cloud backup for pictures and it, you know, but also a lot of my friends have iPhones. And one of the things I I'd mentioned to Adam was cuz he was like is there like a special way that these people could like talk to each other if you have iPhones? The difference with the iPhone versus Android is that with iPhones, it's, okay, FaceTime. Oh, it's iMessage. It's, you know, whatever, you know, you're using with, with Apple. With Android, because you have so many options, oh, well, you know, it's like, oh, well, you want to uh, face chat? You want a video chat? Oh, okay, I have Skype. Oh, I don't have Skype. I use Duo. Oh, hold on. Let me get into Duo. You know, you, there's so many variations that you have to, you know, hoops you have to go through just to get there. But I think in, in many instances, and one of the big instances was um, not the notch or anything like that. It was just the bigger memory and just kind of trying it again. Because to be honest, I mean, you know, I've had Samsung since that, you know, actually before the iPhone, I've had Samsung since. And I'm just kind of just willing to try. I mean, it's like, you know, it's two years you know, can do it. I mean, I've been able to upgrade this Android phone like once every, once a year when I switched back from um, Apple and I got to the special thing like, oh, well, you're switching from Apple. Google's giving you only one year now. And it was cool and everything. But even that, it's like when I've got the one year upgrade, I'm kind of like, okay, so it's got this. This is cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. That was pretty much it. So, so you know. That's kind of how I'm how I'm looking at it, and I'm just kind of thinking like, 
maybe I just give it another little another try with better memory, but not necessarily just go for one just simply to grab one, which I think was my biggest mistake in the first place. What the fuck are you doing over there? Trying to move this mic. Sorry, Jesus. Jeez, man. It sounds like you're I'm barely touching it too. Uh, it's whatever, I'll just leave it there. It sounds like he's like, you know, you're taking your dick and sw- banging it against the microphone. I might be shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's kind of my reasoning for it. Is just I, kind of, you know, looking at that stuff and, and just you know, kind of thinking maybe it's time to change it up a little bit, you know. See, we, we live in two different worlds because Steve tells me, well, all my friends have iPhones. Not one of my friends has iPhones. <laughs> Not one of them. They all have, um, the majority of them have Samsung phones or they have some other Android phone. Right. You know, some people on a struggle budget, you know, they got the <laughs> <laughs> they got the Cricket phone or the mm-hmm. Boost Mobile phone. Um, and there's people at work that have iPhones and they're the ones that are always looking for a charger and no one ever has one. Right. Um, I don't know. Like I looked into it. Like I gave it a serious consideration. Like, okay, you know, let me, let me see what Apple's doing and this and that. And for me, I was just like, it doesn't make any sense for me to move to it. I don't, iMessage does not give me a hard on. Like it seems to give everyone a hard on. I'm not talking about Steve. But fucking Apple people are like iMessage everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. Everyone I know uses Facebook message. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. You know, so it, it doesn't it doesn't really video chat, I don't do that. I do that with my wife. That's the only one who does it, and she does it over Facebook. Um uh <laughs> yeah i mean that's it there's really just no reason well i mean i have I mean, I mean now i mean the only people that really go to it are just you know like oh well i'll give it a shot and you know it's been you know for me it's just kind of like you know but I, i've always been just kind of like well i'll just try and see what happens and you know see i get i get upgrades every year now i just got a phone so i'm not gonna get an upgrade for a while but i get upgrades every year and I could do that. I could be like, oh, you know, I'll just give it a try. But my fear is I'll hate it in the first week. And now I have to use this fucking phone <laughs> for a whole year. You know, and it's just going to irritate the fuck out of me. So, you know, I have been thinking about moving off of Samsung, though. Um, just because the curved screen thing, I've never been a fan. Yeah. I think it's weird and it makes it so I can't really have a screen protector because none of them fucking work right. What's so, that? What's that other phone? The is it? There's another phone that everybody that like people said is pretty fucking sexy. There's the Pixel. Yeah, I think which that's is it. Google's phone. Yeah. The problem um, with Google is that they never support their shit for very long. Now, once they're once the new one comes out, they don't fucking they don't worry about the old one. Yeah. Um. There's also uh, the Motorola phones are kind of slick. Hmm. Like there's a lot, there's a lot of different Android choices, you know. Yeah. It's, but um, I've just I've, I don't know. I, and then there's going to be this like vacuum because I have a Note eight. There's a oh, Note right. nine. There's no reason for me to upgrade to a Note nine. Oh, I'm not no. going to. Yeah, it's stupid. But well, that's most Note, that's most of the things with these phones. It's like from year to year. Now, I mean, yeah, you can get if you get the upgrade every year, that's cool. Then, you know, f- feel free. But if you don't, there's no reason to get an upgrade year to year. No, but the note 
nine's going to be the last one. The last note. You know, so... I don't know. I don't really know <laughs> what I'm going to get. Yeah. So... Are they discontinuing the note? Yeah, that's what I hear. Hmm. That's what people have been saying. Hmm. Because the... The, even the No. 9 wasn't selling very well. Yeah. Well, you know, after a fire sale, usually things kind of slow down. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> well, he, I just, I just, they clicked in my head and I started laughing. Um, <laughs> well, they're they're saying they're having hardware problems with the Note Nine too, and I think the I think like the the hardware issues with the Note Nine are being magnified because of what happened. You know that that Note Nine needed to be perfect. Yeah. And if they're going to well, have a little the, bit of an issue. The, like, the, eight, the 8 was perfect. Like, we had yeah, no issues with the money. 8. We had no issues with the 8, you know, and then the 9 comes out, you know, and somebody's fucking purse, you know, catches fire. Now everybody runs with that because it's like it happened two years ago, you know. I think the Note... I think the Note um, 8, if you want a bigger phone, is right now the best option. For Android, hands down. If you want a bigger phone, right? But um, I have actually been thinking about maybe getting something a little smaller. Hmm, I carry this behemoth in my hand with those gorilla hands of yours. I know that's the problem. <laughs> like my friend has the same phone you have. They have a, a Galaxy Eight. All right. And I can't even use the fucking keyboard. Like it's it's <laughs> so small. Like I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like how do people use this fucking thing? So, yeah, I like my phone. It's a perfect size, you know, and I can find another phone in this size, whatever. But, um, well, you know, like my phone, you know, kind of like my dick, you know, like yeah. it's a, it's a, it's like it's too big, too hands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the iPhone is. I'm not. I don't think the iPhone is a bad phone, but moving to another phone care like phone ecosystem is kind of a big deal. And, like, Steve, he has an iPad, Apple TV. Like, he's already kind of there anyway. Right. I've, I've never owned an Apple bar. I think I have an iPod Shuffle that I've never used in a drawer somewhere. <laughs> but that's it. You know? Yeah, so I, I don't mean, really... I, the iPad, and the more I've used the iPad, and the, the easier it is to, you know, like, integrate with, um, what should I say, with, like, using Microsoft uh, Office and OneDrive. Like, it's easy to integrate with them. It's not a hassle. It's really simple to use. You know, it, it's it, it's come a long way from back then. So, to me, it just it just seems like, you know, this, is, this, this might be a time to give it a try, you know, to give it a fair try, you know. And, uh, you know, because I, I use it with... Uh, because when I when I get comics, I get it on my on my desktop, and then I put them in my OneDrive, and then I download them to my iPad, and no problem. Open it up in in a comic book app, and then I'm good to go, you know. Or I can just connect it to my computer and move it that way. I've tried to do that with my Samsung phone, but for some reason, the um, portal crashes when I try to uh, use thing when I try to move music into my phone, you know. And I'm trying to do it through the computer; it crashes all the time. So, you know, it's just, just, you know, it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, I can just, you know, try it and see. And, you know, it seems to be getting better. And when you do get an iPhone, we will expect a full review. Oh, yeah. You know, so. The switch over. 
<laughs> and we'll see how how that pans out. Second day, I fucking hate this phone and I hate my life. <laughs> like, oh shit! It's like, well, like, I think you'll be able to get whatever you need to get done on an iPhone. Like, I don't, I don't think if if I if my phone broke and I was the only choice I had was an iPhone, I'm sure I'd get by. Yeah, you know, it's, exactly. it's not it's First it's not that big of a deal, problems. right? So, I mean, I know a lot of you know a lot of people at my work. They have iPhones, but they don't have the newest ones. Like they stopped at seven. Like I've seen. I noticed that. Yeah, I've noticed that some people are like. Yeah, I got a six. It's the it's the button. Yeah, they took the button away, and the, and they don't like it. <laughs> and the seven S is still a good phone. It works yeah. just fine. Yeah, you know so. Yeah, because it was funny because the six is the one I actually had and I got rid of. Um, I mean, they're, you know, they're. Uh, what was it? The the there there's the button that they had because they had the fingerprint you know ID on there, you know worked just as fine as the one on Samsung. But Samsung got rid of it too and then put the sensor on the back. Sensor on the back not quite as good on the Samsung. Then it works fine for me. But, yeah. um, but it depends. Actually, my I'm having a software issue with my phone. I might have to restart it. That the the fingerprint sensor just doesn't work at all. Yeah, that's like, what. Any, that, that's what happens with mine. I, and to be honest, the early one that I had with Apple, I didn't really have that problem. Like every time I try to set it up, it tells me not working. Yeah. Reset phone. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, okay. This, this phone is meant for, gr- for human hands. <laughs> right. Stop so. using your dick. <laughs> Unlock your phone. If I use my dick, the phone be breaking, all right? <laughs> know that shit. By the way, the phone's made of glass. My dick found it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have many cuts. Many, <laughs> many cuts. Uh, all right, so our topic tonight <laughs> may be a little touchy for some people. Uh, and if you are sensitive or touchy, one, you shouldn't be listening to us because it's really kind of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, maybe you want to kind of explain it a little bit. So... Fuck everybody. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell it with a story. Yeah. Okay. At work. Gather around, children. Right. At work, um, there was someone uh, who's black. And they um, they said they were talking about, you know, race and equality historically. They're more, more historic, you know, and slavery and stuff like that. And they said um, black people are the only people that have ever been treated this way. And I go, well, that's not correct. Every culture has had some form of slavery at some point. Um, and I brought up the Irish only because I'm Irish and I, I know it more. You know, so <laughs> I, just, I like how you and I know it more. <laughs> and I, I know about it more. It was told to me when I was a kid. So I was like, you know, indentured servants. And, and they were, I mean, not both of my ancestors, but one of them were brought here because they were an indentured servant. They had to come here. Um, because they intention service is a fancy word for slate. Um, I, I know another guy at work, um, he's black, but he has a little Irish in him because his great, great grandmother was an indentured servants and they kept them with the slaves in the mm-hmm. same living hut or wherever the hell they kept them. Um, and then we can go the hundreds of years of history where they basically, the, the English is fucking farm boys. Right. You know, and it, it, it the point is, <laughs> the, the main point and why it irritates me is I, I, I hear this term white privilege and I hear that 
Everything's handed to me. Me. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Is, is since, since Trump's been in office, it's this, everything's handed to me because I'm, I'm Caucasian. Right. You know, everything's just easier. And I'm like, you know, fuck you. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I have to work my ass for shit. Steve's known me for a long time. I did not always live in the house that I'm in. Yeah. I had to fucking claw my way to this point and fucking get laid off and work shit jobs and get shit on and all types of stuff like that. Um, did I ever say it's because I was Irish? No. Yeah. <laughs> I said it jokingly. Right. Um, but you just got to do what you got to do. And 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 what the most unpopular opinion I have on the topic, and I, and I said this at work and people kind of nodded their head like they got what I was saying, but it was almost like there was something in their mind that kept them from believing me. I said, a lot of times people are their own worst enemy. Um, if you have a series of excuses already lined up and then you then you fail, you're never going to grow. You're mm-hmm. never going to learn from it. If you think it's someone else's fault, you're never going to grow as a person. And everything, everything bad or good that happens to you is your fault in some way. Like it might, you, you might not be 100% the one at fault. But if if you get a job promotion at work, nobody has any problem saying, "Yeah, I did that." Yeah, it was hard work that got me there. There, motherfucker, I was working hard. I got it all done. But then there's also, um, if something bad happens to you, if you get laid off, suddenly it's not your fault. It's some, it's the company's fault. It's no asshole. You know, it's somehow your fault. You need to find that reason and then fix it. But um, it was so funny because we were at work and they're like, you know, you're probably used to. Or they go, when you were a manager at Walmart, I bet you there were a lot of people under you that were black or Hispanic. And I go, yeah, there were. What's your point? There were white people under me, too. They're like, yeah, but um, that's how it always is, the white man being in control. I said, my manager and senior manager, who are your manager and senior manager, are both black women. Hmm. So I don't understand the point you're trying to make. (laughs) And I love my manager. My manager, probably the best manager I've ever had. Treats everybody fairly, no issues. You know, so it's 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 just weird to me. You know, if want to be, if we want to really sound insensitive, the only time my manager sometimes becomes an issue is, is a woman problem, not a black problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, is when she's being a little too, you know, right? Oh, I can't handle that. You know, that kind of shit. But um, there's really no way to talk about this without being a dick. So we're just going to come out and say it. Um, white privilege is pretty much not there. And, and what people don't realize is it's not white privilege. It's, that, it's economic privilege. If you have money, if you look like you have money, you will be treated better. Now, is there, is there a stereotype of, oh, black man probably doesn't have money or Hispanic probably? Yes, there is. But if you're well-dressed, if you're moving and shaking, yes. If you're out there and you look like an extra from a Tupac music video and you can barely speak English because you're, you have so much slang, people are just going to wave you aside. It's not because you're black. It's because you're dumb. It's two, it's two different things. You can't be – there's people at my job. I, I work in a professional environment. I work at a bank. There's people at my job and, yes, they are black and Hispanic. And there are white people there too. They all act ghetto as shit. The way they speak, the way they act, the way they walk, it's its this hood mentality of 
I grew up poor and I need to make sure you know that. That kind of silly shit. Right. Do they get treated differently? You're damn right they do. Because that's how they want to be treated. Because they're acting that way. They they feel that there's, oh, I you want me to talk white. And it's like, no, I want you to use proper English. <laughs> I don't talk, quote unquote, white, whatever the fuck the term is, when I'm with my friends and I'm goofing off. I have a thick accent. I'm cursing all the time. I say ain't, you know, all that stuff like that. But when I'm at work <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm in a meeting, I don't – you'll hear an accent, but you don't hear me talking like a moron, you know. And it's it's this whole mentality of I should be allowed to act any way I want but then be able to dictate the response I get from other people. The world has never been that way and it's never going to be that way. Now, does racism exist? Of course it does. Is it bullshit? Yes. It's stupid to think someone is shit just because of the color of the skin. It's a pigment. Who gives a fuck? Well, I mean, it's all. It, oh, go ahead. No, it's just it's it should be. It's based on behavior. If you act a certain way, you're going to get treated a certain way. That's that's how I feel. And that's a general sense. There are people that are fucking assholes and would be like, oh, you're you're not white. So you suck. But there's also people that say, oh, you are white. You suck. Right. You know, so it's it kind of goes both ways. But I well, I also hear that um, only white people can be racist <laughs> because we're in power of everything. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah which is bullshit. Um, to me, there is something called white privilege, but the big caveat with that is it's not white privilege. It's a class privilege the reason being is because if you're a white successful businessman because what people tend to what usually what most of these i'll have to say given the fact that i'm hispanic let's keep in mind that misguided you know community leaders like to think is they like to use white privilege as a as a broad brush to paint if you're white you don't have these issues problem is there are a lot of white people that do have those issues they're also usually called by other white people white trash or poor folk or you know living below the means of you know middle class or even just ghetto yeah, or you just yeah or just or just ghetto ghetto white ghetto white people the yeah. thing is, is that because if you have a guy and I'm going to and, and it's like you show me where a guy that lives in a trailer park that has a criminal background who beats the shit out of people doesn't go to jail for committing a crime. But you have a, a, a privileged white person, maybe a lawyer, maybe a public official, because we've seen those, maybe yeah. a entertainment, you know, somebody in entertainment uh, gets caught doing something that if they were the lower class people, they would have gone to jail. No, they get to go home that night. They get to turn themselves in. They get, to, you know, oh, well, you know, you're an upstanding member of society. Yeah, we know you raped 18 girls, but you know what? There's no need to ruin your reputation by doing such. So let's go ahead and, 
and and give you uh and give you a break versus because here's you know the one thing that you you've heard is you know the the privileged white kid that goes to stanford rapes an unconscious chick gets six months you're gonna it's not because he and it's not because he's white (laughs) it's because he's he has money he has he's rich if now if you were to give somebody who was maybe didn't go to stanford let's just say if he's a white kid that didn't go to stanford maybe he has tattoos maybe he thinks he's black you know you know one of those misguided people you know and did the same exact thing kid would have got 10 15 20 years easy yeah because he's not an upstanding member of society nobody gives a shit about them it's the same thing as why cops don't investigate murders of prostitutes drug dealers gangbangers because they're not considered the upstanding folk but if something like this happens in a white upscale neighborhood if you take for example in la uh prior to the mid 80s gang violence happened you know, it's where we got colors. It's where we got ice tea, ice cube, all of them. But they killed within their own community. Right. Once they moved out into Westwood, which is upper class, right near Bel, um, right near you know Bel Air and stuff like that, and some and a successful business person who happened to be Asian was killed outside of a movie theater by a stray bullet. They created crash, went in and started hammering on the poor black community that's how it happens it's a class struggle it's not a race struggle and that's the problem and that's the reason why they're always going to have this and that nobody's ever going to succeed because everybody's looking at the wrong issue everybody's looking that and what I'm saying is like not all white people are created equal you know you have the lower class white folk the ones that go into the Walmarts that go ahead and, you know, they don't, you know, they have missing teeth. They live in trailer parks. They live out in Lancaster or, you know, you know, Riverside or something like that, you know, and, you know, Irish people for, you know, um, on Adam's side, uh, there was a documentary that I found. It was a multi-part documentary. I found it on YouTube as well, but it was a, a recorded of a, I guess it's PBS kind of documentary but it was talking about the history of New York. And one of the great things about the history of New York is that they also discussed the race issue. Talked about the foundation, how it, be, you know, how they created land and created Long Island and all that, all that shit, um, or lower Manhattan. And what happened during that time is they talked about the potato famine, which is where the influx of the Irish came in. And during that whole time, Irish were considered lower class citizens. They were considered beneath blacks in this country. Now, keep in mind, this is like what? Just when did the potato famine happen? Like the mid 1800s. Yeah. So this is right around the time of fucking slavery. Right. And I think it was it was at the tail end of slavery or right, right after it was abolished. Right. So you have a lot of people that are still kind of uptight about the whole, you know, black freedom emancipation thing. But you have these group of Irish people that came in bringing, you know, 
their shillelaghs and all that other stuff. And I'm being so racist right now. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure some of them brought them. I'm sure. Yeah. They're shamrock the shakes or whatever. Famine, <laughs> yeah. The potato famine was between 1845 and 1849. Okay. So when was slavery abolished? 18, 1864 was when the okay, civil war so. ended. Um, so yeah, so right around that, right around that point. But keep in mind, all this, all this Irish talk that he's talking about happened in the north. Yeah, it didn't happen in the south. Right. So you started having the Irish infiltrating, and suddenly they became, they became the new immigrants. What Mexicans are now, that's what the Irish was. People and did. They brought one of the biggest consent, um, the biggest uh, area of contempt with the Irish is they were Catholic. Yeah. And Catholicism did not have a foothold in this country at that time. They, they, they were, they were all Protestant and um, former Quakers and shit. Right. They didn't like the Catholic Church. <laughs> so, well, that, and keep in uh, keep in mind, over a hundred years after that, they had trouble. A lot of people had trouble voting for Kennedy because they right. figured Kennedy was going to administer the religion of uh, was going to be run by the uh, Vatican. Even to that point. You know, that's how the Irish was viewed. If you fucking even watch Blazing Saddles at the end of it, you know, they're like, we want land for everyone. And the white people are like, "Okay, we'll take the, you know, and words and the chinks, but we don't want the Irish, you know. And it was like because that was kind of it. You know, most people didn't like the Irish. And, you know, unless black people quit, then an Irish would probably get their position. But because the only positions they could really get would be. Um, uh, law enforcement and that's why you had so many Irish cops in New York because it was that and, and just labor because yeah. they were they, none of them were really educated right. because the English controlled their country and they didn't educate them exactly they were, they were, they were all laborers for England yeah and so when you get into that you know you get into that whole into, into the history of them and you find out it's like uh yeah you know and that was that always brings up a now there's two things that brings up one is the term white people mm-hmm. is really misguided yeah there's not just one culture in europe and they all hated each other right. at one point in time um but another thing too is like i have a my ancestor my great great grandfather um he helped build the railroad which a lot of irish people did when they came here and they were treated like dirt shit. A lot of them died of heat exhaustion, which is one of my grand, my great, great grandfather did. And he's buried somewhere in a shallow grave with a bunch of other Irish people. Cause they just kind of dumped him in a hole. Right. Like it wasn't that big of a deal. Now, because that happened to my ancestor, does that some way, some way directly affect my life? No, it doesn't affect it at all. And I think that's, part of the problem here is you hear a lot of people who bring up slavery and people have brought it up to me. People have said, well, your ancestors and stuff. Like, first of all, my ancestors didn't enslave anybody. Right. So you could slow down with that. I said, but even if they did, what does that have to do with me and you? What does that have to do with what's going on right now? I mean, any single person on this planet can go far enough into the past. They will find some atrocities. The human species has got a lot of black marks on its fucking blood books and i include the african nations Hmm. like there's some kind of they were some kind of angels in all of this in all of human history i mean we we know we know for a fact that a lot of the african nations were selling 
slaves to white people at first. And then white people are like, you know, I don't have to buy them. I can just take them. Right. You know, so slavery sucked. Hmm. Okay. It was stupid. It was, it was one of the, the biggest black marks on human history to me. But why are we, why do, why do we keep bringing it up? Like it's relevant. It's not relevant anymore. It's not relevant to what's happening today. Are there racist people? Yes. But every law in America, because they're always shouting at the government, do something about how these white racist people. It's like we did a long time ago. <laughs> like they, there's nothing else the government can do. They 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 have equality laws. You know, they have some equality laws that I think are bullshit, like aff- affirmative action and shit. Well, which, I, you know, yeah, they go down a weird hole is what yeah. I mean. Yeah, and the thing is, is that, you know, and some equality laws they got rid of and which actually and in turn ends up becoming even more racist. Right. There's a, there's enough in there's enough in it that there's some that need to be there and some that don't. The thing is, though, is that the idea of clumping people together based. And here's my issue. My issue is, is people that go and say, you know, white people are the devil. Or, you know, they're the they're the man or the white privilege thing that is just as racist as them saying, you know, oh, well, you're black. So you're obviously, you know, a thief or a rapper or a basketball player or, you, you know, something right. like that. And, you know, people won't see that. But it's like, yeah, because, you know, black people, you know, it's it's the same thing as like saying, you know, when you have an issue of, you know, Somebody's just basing them on there. They're like, oh, well, you're black. It's like, I'm Dominican. You know, it's like there is an identity within there. Um, I just, I was watching, um, I just started watching on Hulu uh, Blackish. And the second episode, uh, or no, it was the first episode. The first episode dealt with the father having this, um, he thought he, he's like the shit, you know, he's going to become you know, senior sales VP. And he was all like, oh yeah, you know, he's like thinking he's big shit. And then he finds out he's senior sales VP of urban development. And he's like, did I just get made senior sales VP for black things? (laughs) You know? (laughs) And, you know, he started this whole thing about, you know, it was bullshit because of black and his wife's like, She's like, you're overreacting to this whole thing because she had a different way of looking at it. It doesn't matter. He's the first African-American to be a sales VP. Yeah, he happens to be of urban development, but he made the step, you know, that's what she's trying to tell him. It's like you made that step. So why are you getting pissed off? Because it's this because he's just looking at his oh, because he's black. So his kids and they're all supposed to be in Valley Village. If you're in the valley, you know exactly where that is. Um. And it was hilarious because his kid, his kid's name is Andre, but everybody calls him Andy. And he's pissed off because his kids gave him a white name. And he decides for his birthday, he wants a bar mitzvah because all his other friends are having bar mitzvahs. And he's like, what? No. He goes, you're going to have an African age of ascension or something, something really ridiculous. That's kind of funny since Andre's Greek. Right. And he's like, <laughs> and he's uh, manly. And, uh, and, uh, what was it? Uh, Lawrence Fishburn plays his dad and is looking at him like, what the, you know, what the fuck is your, um, um, 
And uh, so he's doing this whole thing where, you know, he's trying to, um, you know, give him this whole African kind of ascension. And his dad, who's played by Lawrence Fishburne, is going, the hell are you doing, son? And he's like, he goes, I'm giving him this African ceremony with his heritage. He goes, he's all, son, we ain't African, we black. Man, those Africans even hate us. You know, <laughs> and I was, and it was, it was hilarious because it's like, yeah, because even though, you know, you say like, oh, they're, they're go send them back to Africa. No, there's, there's, there's racism between them too. To, so to sit there and say, and I've never believed that whole, oh, well, you know, we can't be racist. We can't be racist. It's like, no bullshit. Everybody can be racist. If you hate a specific race, you hate Mexicans. That's racist. Yeah. You hate white people. It, that's racist. I think too. And that was something that a point that I brought up to somebody is like, well, because my point was always like, you know, you're lumping all white people together, but they weren't all brought up in the same culture or the same way. And they go, yeah, but you just say black people. And I go, yeah, but that's because unfortunately, most of the black people that are here don't know where they came from. Like, I'm fully aware that Africa is a continent and it has a bunch of a variety of cultures on it. But you don't know where you're from. So I, I don't know what to tell you. Well, the, you sa- know, the same thing you, goes. You have your own culture here. Yeah, and the same thing know? goes for them too. Like you know, black people like, "Well, you're Mexican." It's like, no, not Mexican. I'm Salvadorian, Guatemalan, you right. know, Honduran. You know, to say you're Mexican is racist in itself. Itself, you don't bother to find out, you know, where they come from. So hey, <laughs> you know, it, yeah. It, and unfortunately, it, that's something that a lot of white people do. Is everybody's Mexican? Yeah. And if you're not Mexican, too bad. Yeah. Like, no, it's, exactly. <laughs> my, my, my wife is hit with that a lot and people don't even think that's a big deal. Like I've seen people go, um, well, you're Mexican. She goes, no, I'm Salvadorian. And they go, yeah, well, whatever. And they yeah. go, no, it's not fucking whatever. Yeah. Like you got it wrong. Well, that's Just when that's like go, going to somebody and going, well, you know, it, it's tough being Italian. I'm not Italian. You're you're white. It doesn't matter. And then yeah. it'd be kind of like, well, wait, no, it does. See, now it matters. Didn't matter before. Now it matters. Exactly. So. Yeah. Exactly. Like it matters to me if someone calls me Scottish. I don't hate the Scottish. Right. But people will say you're Scottish, right? No, I'm, I'm Irish. Yeah, I wish I was Scottish. You know. <laughs> no, I don't say that either. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's 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 a complicated issue. It is. And I think the biggest there's takeaway a lot of ignorance I, on on all sides. Right. And I think the biggest takeaway is is I want people. In, a, in, a, in an idyllic world, so one of, something I would wish if a genie asked me is people stop selling themselves short. Because I see – and I've had this conversation with my wife a lot I've had because I, I noticed my wife would do it. It's almost called the minority syndrome. And it's this I'm black or I'm Hispanic. White people hate me and they're in control of everything. So what's the point? Yeah. And it's like, no, that's not take the Asians. Okay? Chinese, Japanese. They don't know what white privilege is. They come here, they're successful as fuck. Hmm. And they're the ones that look the most different from yeah. everybody else. <laughs> and they experience racism, yeah. they experience bigotry, um, generalizations, all of it. And they just don't fucking care. They just keep on pushing forward. Yeah. And they're doctors and lawyers and fucking scientists. The, anyone can do it. Like the the part of the American dream that that still exists is that you can be whatever you want. You just have to 
you might not get exactly where you wanted to get, but you'll get at the same level if you work hard. Or for you it. may have to take some diversions to get there. But, of course. You know, but the thing is, is that. But if you've already, if you've already convinced yourself that because of your skin color, you'll never get there, you will never get there. Yeah. You know, and it, it's, it's, um, I hate when I hear people talk like that. Like, oh, I didn't, I didn't get this, I didn't get this house. And someone at my work again is like, I didn't get a house because I'm black. And I'm like, no, it's because your credit score sucks. <laughs> like, that has nothing to do with what color you are. I said, my my supervisor's credit. I get. I guarantee she just bought a house. Like your points are being disproven all around you, but it's like a warm security blanket of, well, it's not my fault. I can't do anything with my life. Yeah, it's everyone else's fault, and it's like, no, sweetheart, it's it's your fault. It it doesn't matter if you're black, white, purple, brown, whatever. If you work hard. And you do you make good choices, you will get ahead in life. There'll be missteps, there'll be things that are out of your control, but if you keep going, you'll it doesn't matter what fucking color you are. And that's not to say that there isn't people that, you know, don't like you based on you Of know, course. You know, but to, to to put a blanket statement that every single person is is that way. But the greatest thing is, is if your boss is treating you like shit because you're you're a certain ethnic uh, category, all you got to do is um, get evidence of it and fucking bring it to the courts Hmm. because it's against the fucking law. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right. So finally, I thought this was just funny because I heard about it and I was like. Wow, we really we've really gotten to that point where this is this is how much we're going to try to do this. So members of the Vault Church of Open Faith stage a protest outside their church as investigators served a search warrant inside. I am a bit saddened, saddened that they come here with all their gear, with all their weaponry on our holy ground, the ground that where is where we do pray said Albert Aguirre, minister of the church. The Riverside County District Attorney's Cannabis Regulation Task Force is accusing the church of operating an unlicensed and illegal dispensary. During the raid, large amounts of marijuana and cash were seized. They also found an indoor marijuana grow. We will pursue investigation into unlicensed and illegal dispensaries, said uh, DA's Bureau of Investigation Chief Joe Del Guidis. Uh, these places operate outside the state laws and use unfair business practices that hurt legal dispensaries. They often supply untested and potential, potentially harmful products to consume and promote criminal ex, um, enterprise. The church attorney says they plan to take legal action against the county because members of the church vault have cannabis as their central sacrament. They are being persecuted and targeted through illegal and unconstitutional action, said Matthew uh, Papas in a uh, statement. Well, it's it's not going to stop us. We're going to move somewhere else. We have well over a thousand followers who believe what we believe in. We believe cannabis is our sacrament, said the search, said a church member. Others see it differently. What they are doing across the street, I don't think is right, says neighbor Armando Valdez. He and other longtime residents say the church is violating the city's ban on marijuana dispensaries. We have a high school within two blocks of this place, and they get their marijuana, and then they come over here and smoke it, and it goes into, goes into the backyard of our neighbor who has two children, says 
uh, Jeannie um, Shellwright. This isn't the first time the church has faced legal troubles. Last month, the judge granted the city of Jerupa Valley the authority to close the dispensary. Never heard, a, never heard of a church that sells their sacrament. So I have to assume the reason that they're trying to be a church is to respect is, uh, in this respect, is to get around what the law says, says the uh, Jerupa Valley city manager, Gary Thompson. So basically, if you have a church and you're using pot as your sacrament, you can pretty much get around the law. Yeah. That bans it, by the way. <laughs> well, that's just religious. That's all tied into the whole religious freedom thing. I'm surprised <laughs> it's taken this long for anyone to figure this fuck out. <laughs> well, you almost got to respect them for, you know, for, uh, for coming up with that. It's, it's like, it was funny too. Cause like I, I saw this, I saw the actual news report most of the people there are either hippie white folk or like yeah. like mid twenties like Hispanic kids. And I'm just like Right. Just wanna get high. Yeah. It's, I was like, Oh, you fucking wanna just get high. Like you sit there and like it's like your church. Come on, dude. What are you trying? I bet you're I bet you're trying to claim um non taxable status too, huh? Yeah. And that only really goes to the big religions. Right. <laughs> just ask uh, Scientology. Right. What? <laughs> Scientology um, hustle. They creep me out. We're out. We're out in Hollywood and shit. They're just oh standing yeah. there in like men in black suits. Like <laughs> the fuck away from me. I know. And they're like, "Do you want to?" No. Get away. Like you. You no. almost wish you had a cross in holy water. You know, the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh. All right. Well, that is it for this episode for this week. Uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes or Apple Podcast, we want those five-star reviews, folks. Also, review us on Stitcher or anywhere you get the show. And drop by the blog, thelazygeeks.com. Sorry, I was looking at something. What's, her, na- her, what's her name? It's not a chick. <laughs> I'm looking at the fucking potato famine shit. That's what we're talking about. Um, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at thelazygeeks. Uh one word, of course. Send us feedback, comments, and suggestions for episodes or your favorite conspiracy theory. Uh, just send them to thegeeks at thelazygeeks.com. And you can check out some of our other podcasts on the Lazy Geeks Network over at thelazygeeks.com. We have this show, which is available every Monday, as well as the Extended Play Movie Podcast every Tuesday. And you can send me all of your hate comments. <laughs> Twitter and Instagram, <laughs> Sapien TLG. That he can only say that because of his white privilege. That's right. <laughs> you know, it was, it was actually, it was easier for me to sign up for my social media accounts than it was for Steve. Oh, yeah. I had to, I had to prove that I was a citizen. It was ridiculous. Right. Like, some of the stuff they required was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, however, I did eventually make it onto social media. So you can follow me on Twitter, at a middle-aged Mexican, I mean, middle-aged geek, and a... <laughs> And Instagram, middle-age underscore geek. So uh, thanks for checking us out. Uh, Until next time, live large. If you ain't living large, you ain't living at all.